Grand Canyon University's RN to BSN online degree program makes earning your bachelor's in nursing possible. Balance online coursework with local in-person clinicals to position yourself for potential leadership opportunities in the time you have from wherever you are. Leaving room for what matters. Achieve your goals with your personalized plan and team behind you. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University. Visit gcu.edu. How do you stay, I don't know if centered is the right word, but how do you. That's the perfect word. Okay, let's do it. That's the perfect word. It's funny you said that because most people don't find their center or what I call heaven, right? Mm. Uh, Which is a state of mind. Mm. Heaven's not a place that we go when we die, right? Technically. Heaven Mm. is, you know, hell is living in the past or living in the future. You know, heaven is a state of mind that like we never left the Garden of Eden, Right. You know what I'm saying? And I can break that down. But the Garden yeah, Eden, the gar- have a- yeah, the Garden of Eden is a, is, a, is a state of mind to where once you understand we are the breath of God or we are God, and, and evolution is just expansion of life, which is God, mm. right? And our purpose is to expand, right? Right. But you, but you know what I'm saying? Like, uh, only way we can expand is if we find our center of who we are, right? And can I ask you a question? Yeah. This might be dangerous because tangents always get dangerous. How much of what you just um, everything. I wouldn't, I wouldn't even say explain, but would you reference because that's a much deeper conversation. How much unlearning had to happen for you? That okay, cool, cool. Welcome to the Dear Son podcast. This is a safe space where men share their fatherhood journey. These conversations are transparent and, more importantly, vulnerable. Now, because each fatherhood story is situationally nuanced, some topics are heavier than others. The commonality found amongst all the guests is a genuine desire to help and inspire other men through telling their story. And now, here's your host, Derek Johns. Derek Johns. Let's get it. Welcome to the Dear Son Show, where we have conversations about fatherhood. This is forefathers, those with fathers and the fatherless. So nobody's left out. Once again, that has been the theme for the past couple of episodes. You don't have to just listen to me. You have somebody of more interest than I. Welcome, Mr. Philip Washington Jr. to the Dear Son Show. How are you, my brother? I'm good. I appreciate you having me on. Absolutely, man. I um we met through a group of brothers, uh, hanging out one night and I was really interested in just that little bit of the conversation, man. Let's, let's kind of start with orienting, orienting the audience to who you are and what you do in business first. Got it. Which is, which is constantly evolving. Right. So, you know, my bulk of what I do is I own a investment advisory firm, uh, started, uh, maybe six, six years ago. Yeah. And um, and simultaneously, I started a media company because I had well, I was a hundred percent commission salesperson, you know, for years before for a big company, and and I was just like, hey, you know, like this cold calling is just not working as well as it used to work, you know, when they invented it in the early nineteen hundreds. Right. You know, I was successful. Like I built a great business. I was you know top among my peers made money like it was cool but i've always i've always lived my life to where i you know i guess some people call it sensitive to the spirit i didn't have a name for it it just was more 
you know, I didn't have an ability to uh, stay in something that I no longer felt was the right thing to do. And so I was like, hey, listen, I want to own my own deal. This thing is giving me lots of resistance, which typically means I need to go mm. where my heart is telling me to go. And so, you know, through a process of time, form my own company. And I was like, now, listen, in the age of the Internet, it was my perception that, you know, like my friends are like, oh, but you need this big brand name. I was like, right. I was like, why am I giving them part of my fees and commissions? They're not giving me any clients. And with the Internet, you can build your own brand. Right. I say, but we're not allowed to do that under this umbrella because they want us to build their brand and they get the value. And I was like, so, and and I'm not knocking the hustle. Like I understand. Right. I was like, but I want to do my own thing and build my own brand. And I don't believe that it's that difficult to build my own brand. And so, so I started the media company because I started off doing blogs and then live video and podcast. And, and so that owned you know, that content right. where I used to build the investment advisory firm. Gotcha. And so that kind of evolved into, you know, the media company taking a life of its own and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Have you always been sensitive to, like you said, sensitive to the spirit? And then when you further went on to define that as an indicator was the resistance that you were receiving in, in, in your job space, in your, in your, um, uh, the, the traditional job format, right? A lot of people would tell you that that resistance is part of the process, right? That's, that's just how it is. That's, mm-hmm. that's part of it. That that's not an indicator that you need to do something different. Was there a threshold that it crossed or you just feel that way in general? If something is giving you resistance, yeah. it, it's just pointing you to figure it out differently. Yeah. You know, you know, everybody has their own pain threshold, right? Uh, and it's easy to look back and understand the way things work in hindsight. Sure. I just, like, I didn't have a name for it. I just knew through life that, oh, man, like when I made this, when I when I felt the resistance and I made the opposite direction I felt was right, there was, there was more pain. And then when I trusted it and had faith, there were less. And I've always just been somebody who I'm relatively open-minded. And I'm, you know, as a guy, like we call it sensitive you know, and we didn't appreciate, like, I, I've always been sensitive, gotcha. right? And that used to be a negative word, but moving forward, I call sensitive now being open to be led through life, right? Because I was tuning in, I was very, I've always been in tune with life. I just didn't, you know, it was like, oh, you're sensitive. So you learn to like, maybe not trust it as much, but then I, you know, but simultaneously, I was also given uh, the ability to like, not really give a sh- well, no, 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 yeah, yeah. not really good <laughs> about like what people thought Yeah, about what I thought, you know, so I was given both of those to where as I grew into my own, I was like, I don't really give a shit. They think I'm sensitive, yeah. you know, so let me embrace it. And when I embraced it, then you get the rewards of faith, right? You say, oh, okay, I'm going to listen to this, to this inner, inner knowing intuition. And I'm going to follow it. And it was a hundred percent right. Man, that's 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 really interesting that um, that you picked up on that that duty to yourself to listen to what was telling you to do the right thing. I, I want to kind of go back to your childhood and 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 start with uh, your family dynamic there, and kind of in that story, pick up where that intuition was noticeable. Would you identify with it, and how early did it work? But let's let's start with uh, like where you, where are you from. I don't know that. Houston, Texas. Houston, Texas. Uh, what was your What was your family dynamic uh, growing up? Um, 
mom, dad, you know, am still married, you know, uh, I, I always say I have, I was blessed to have just great parents. Like I don't, I didn't have a lot of emotional struggle. Um, okay. you know, nobody's perfect. Right. But, uh, um, you know, I, I was, bl- it's, it's a lot of circumstances where you look back and you go like, cause the world judges people based in, based on external circumstances, yeah, external and what form, they see, right? And the and the tone that was struck when I was born, right? The thought pattern that was struck when I was born was one where it was easy for the world to love me. Meaning, meaning, like I was relatively smart, right? And let me let me when I say love, right? Love means faith in good, right? And so, faith faith in the good, faith in the good. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, if you know, so if early on you're smart. Well, then you're hearing from everybody. You're smart, right? Which which comes in as love, right? Yeah. And then I was, um, I you know I had a healthy uh, household of parents who loved me, and so I thought no harm of anybody. So I didn't send a lot of negative vibes to people. So I also got back positive vibes. So then you get the reinforcement of that as a kid, where I'm in the gifted and talented programs. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I'm, you know, uh, I got a healthy household, and then the, the world just loves you, right? Like. Like, what do you like? I didn't understand people seeing the world as not lovely because that was my life. Like, until I realized, oh, as a teenager, oh man, there's people who grew up in a messed up house, you know what I'm saying? Like, wow. And so, so, so you were shielded from that. So it, it wasn't immediately obvious to you, right? The, the life that you live is the life that you believe because that's what those were your circumstances. That, that, right. But, but I also, so some, some people may say, well, hey, you know, you and your, you know, your brother and sister think similar to you and they don't, um, they don't, but the tone that was struck when they were born is, you know, you know, my brother and sister are more creative. I'm also creative, but the tone wasn't struck for them to, um, easily color inside the lines in school, which that builds on your success. Right. And then, you know, if your parents don't understand that, right, then, um, you know, they're not able to level you up from that. You know what I'm saying? And so, and so, uh, so they don't have they don't have the same thought pattern as me in this current moment, right? right? I fully believe they will, but in this current moment, they don't because just the circumstances of how the world judges you based on like early school, which is bullshit, right? You know what I'm saying? It's it's not. It wasn't kind to kids who were artistic. When we were coming up, correct. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And and I just was blessed with both. You know. So you you one one brother one sister. It was three of you in the household. Three of us in the household. Where do you fit in as far as I'm the a, age? I'm, I'm the oldest. I'm you're the oldest. Old, yeah, so you're the oldest, and your personality and, and pull me back when I'm going too far. Your personality resonated with your parents, right? Well, yeah. the, the the way that you function as your that, thought pattern is a better way to say it. yeah. Uh, resonated with your parents, so that was. That, that was easy for easily aligned. You being the first child, parents, that environment made sense. Yeah, recept- along, receptive, right? Hey, you tell me to do something, I'm gonna do it, <laughs> right? Yeah. And then along come who's next? Uh, my my younger brother. Your younger brother, so two, three, three years younger than me. Okay, so you weren't necessarily the uh, the roadmap for your parents when it came to your brother. He kind of went well, a different well, different I, path. I, or? I, the, the it was kind of the reverse. They. They made me the roadmap for him, mm. which is not 
not the, in my opinion, looking back with hindsight, not what you should do because like I was, you, you know what I'm saying? Like I was struck from a different chord. Yeah. So he, my brother is amazingly brilliant, like a genius. Like you put him on a video game and this guy would like te- would teach me things, artistic, like just, we all have good hearts. Right. Which we got from our parents. Right. But as far as like the 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 school system, it didn't like, you know what I'm saying? Like I look back and I think, you got all these kids that are my brother's age that are making millions of dollars playing video games. If that was reinforced, my brother would smoke these dudes. Right. You know what I mean? Like it wouldn't even be a, it wouldn't even be, you know, yeah. but, but, but back in that age, you were discouraged from playing video games right. because you, you know what I mean? Like it was just a different thing. Yeah. Right. And then when life says, you know, Hey, you're a loser for doing that or, Oh, you're not good at math. Right. right? You're a loser. Blah, blah, blah. I mean, that like compounds on you and you, and now you have to spend time healing yourself from, right. you know, all that negativity. So it wasn't, I mean, it is make, it's, I don't think anybody's picking up on or assuming that your parents loved differently what worked for you, they thought would work for your brother. He was different, right? He so, was different. Yeah, so I'm assuming at some point they adjusted for him, but also along comes your sister. How much further behind? 11, 11 years so that she, she wow. wasn't even like, she, you know, in the in the scheme of brother and sister, I was more like a parent. Like I changed her diaper. I was ask. Yeah. yeah, you know what I'm saying. Like, and then I, and then I left for college when she was, you know, uh, man, she wasn't eighteen. Yeah, I left when she was like seven. Yeah. So she don't, you know, what I'm saying like she never really knew me. Yeah. And I'm we're we're relearning each other because she's you know growing with a kid now. You know what I mean? Right. Like, and, and at the point where we really are spending more time together intentionally so she was you know she's the last girl you know typical you know uh um um who are those parents like who are those parents exactly that's like, how i feel about my my, my <laughs> children and, and my parents being their grandparent uh like i don't know who they are as grandparents did you ever feel any pressure as the older brother and was there any resentment due to that pressure of actually kind of not saying that you had to be a parent for your parents, mm-hmm. but just having that level of responsibility. I'm the youngest. Now, yep. Yep. So, so here's a good part about, here's a good part about like what my parents put in all of us. And this goes back to their heart. Like my parents are heart. So like resentment, sibling rivalry, mm. that doesn't exist in our family. Nice. You know what I mean? Because it was, you know, like my dad was a dad that would like have us go mow everybody's yard. You know what I'm saying? And, and my mom was like, you know, you know, uh, like, you know, Creole roots, super light skin. Gotcha. Had zero understanding that people judged women based on the color of their skin. You know what I'm saying? Like, that was just, like, I come from a household where there was, like, like everybody got their shit, and you don't judge people based on their stuff. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, that was not, like, that was the 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 heavenly state or the state of perfection for my family was just, like, we were we were love. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, maybe, maybe we didn't, you know, maybe we didn't, they didn't get th- these aspects, but that aspect we all got. So that, that kind of stuff doesn't exist. You know what I'm saying? Like I was never resentful. I don't even think they like, they're super proud of who I am as a person, as proud as I am of there as a person. And there's no saying, Oh, you know, you know, uh, Philip has all this and I'm jealous. You know what I mean? Like that doesn't, you know what I'm saying? What was, um, what was your dad like? We focus on fatherhood here. Everything, everything through the lens of fatherhood, which limits nothing. But but specifically your relationship with your father, how was you how was yeah, you characterized? I, I always say like I, especially looking back with hindsight being a father and understanding now, I was like, Yeah, my all time my dad is the goat because, you know, typically 
you know, like I'm very headstrong. Okay. You know what I'm saying? And so it's a so my personality is if if it doesn't matter who you are in my life. So my my father being the most important person and setting the boundaries in my life, and I was a very simple kid. Once I got to of age where I started making my own decisions, if you're like doesn't it doesn't matter who you are because nobody's more important than my dad, right? Gotcha. Setting boundaries. So so but even with my dad. It's like if you're in the way of this wall, I'm running through you. Period. Gotcha. Like, like uh, consequences don't matter, right? You know. And my dad understood who I was, and so when we began to butt heads, he, you know, the 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 word is uh, not back down because that's a negative word. But it was more he understood at a certain age. Cool. I raised him well. He's naturally good at setting boundaries. I'm going to become his advisor gotcha. instead of his. You know what I'm saying? His 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 boss. Right. Because that's the only way we're gonna maintain a relationship and he'll come to me when he needs advice, yeah. which has been our relationship since I was seventeen. When he when he when he allowed me to make, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And that that that's really interesting to me because that's kind of where I, where I went off the rails, right? Mm-hmm. And not necessarily like a dramatic story about drugs and alcohol and arrest. Um and being in the system, but in the sense of, I didn't want information from my dad. Mm. Right. And we didn't, we, neither one of us was mature enough to have a conversation about when that shifted. Like when he shifted from being the master of the house to the advisor role that you were talking about years later, decades later, we had a conversation about it and he missed that from his dad because there was no communication. How much do you know about your dad and his father? Is this generationally how it was did it change with your dad yeah, yeah it, it was one you know i think i think my dad's life prayer right if you could sum because i believe we're all just thoughts and the thought that my dad transformed himself into was this thought which was a blessing to me because his father wasn't around period like mm. you know what i mean like all of my uncles had their own evolution and process of becoming great fathers and today they're all amazing fathers but they had to transform themselves into that and everybody had their own journey. Wow. Right. But my dad was the first, right. And, and, you know, to transform himself before he had kids so that, you know what I'm saying? Uh, like, um, we have that relationship, but he, you know, he, like his father was like in the, in, in you know, I don't, I don't even know my grandfather. That's how, you know right. what I'm saying? Like I never met him. I think he died before I was born. Right. But it, even if I didn't, it doesn't matter because his, 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 my uncles and my dad don't know him. You know what I mean? Like they had no relationship with him. He had a stepfather who came later who was cool. But you know you know how that is. I mean, yeah. stepfather wasn't his dad and they were older. Like, you know what I'm saying? So, uh, so no, I mean, I just, I was lucky to have a dad who healed himself before he had kids. Yeah. Because if he had not, I wouldn't, you know, I would not be who I am at this point in my life. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. So how did when when at 17 year old and in that relationship shifts as as he thought it should. Right. Where he's he's instilled in you what you needed to that point to go out and attack life. How did how did you adjust to being on your own, making those decisions, kind of dealing with you being in control of your life? And is, is that at 17? Like, was it did you, out of, after high school? Was it college? Like, what, what was that yeah. path like having him as an advisor that early? Because I don't, of course, I haven't spoken to all men, but it, it, it seems for whatever reason in the black community that that becomes an afterthought. 
Yeah. Right. Like later, let's talk about all the traumas that we had in common yeah. after you've gone and bumped your head. But but how did how did that help shape your life path having that 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 relationship shift that early? Yeah. At the time I understand what he was doing. This, this, is, this mm. is all hindsight. But it was like when, when I say 17, it's like when I was a senior, like I didn't have curfew. You know right. what I'm saying? I, you know, I, 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 I did. I set my own boundaries, but because I respected my father and he put the right rules, my they were not like I didn't abuse the privilege. You know what I mean? Yep. So it, you know, because I understood if I had enough, I was raised right enough to know that if I if I abused the privilege, I I just had enough respect for my dad to not abuse it. You know, you know, gotcha. you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, yeah. so it worked. It worked. <laughs> yeah. So um, was it that mean I was perfect? No. Right. Does that mean that? Him and I, did he, did he, was he perfect at executing that plan? No, but we both, you know what I'm saying, understood to not judge somebody based on their error. Right. Right. You know what I'm saying? I didn't understand it consciously. I'm obviously he probably did. Yeah. You know what I mean? And passed that on to me. But, um, but so it was that. So then when I got to college, you know, my dad lost his job, you know what I'm saying? Which is why, which is part of why I became an entrepreneur because I had already wanted to be an entrepreneur when I worked at Best Buy. And had to stand there, seventeen dollars and fifty cents an hour, and be bored. I was like, "Listen, I don't know what I want to do when I grow up. I don't want to do this. This, this is terrible." Right. So I started like uh, uh, selling vacuum cleaners and and, and and satellite TV in high school, going door to door. I was like, "Yeah, I can control my own income." And then when I got to co- I went to college. Well, I told my advisor, my dad, I was like, "Dad, I don't need college. I want to run my own business." Yeah. And what are these professors who work some for me? Somebody going to tell me to do? I, I, he said, well, what's your plan? It's like, I, I don't know, but I say, um, I'm going to go to college. And he and he, he knowing that I'm a gifted and talented student, you know, a, mostly A's and a few B's. Right. He's like, go to college, son. And it's the like, logical thing to do. Yeah. And I'm like, all right, fine. Because we had respect. I was like, fine. He's never steered me wrong to this point. So gotcha. I'll go, even though I don't believe in it. So I went to. We're going to come back to that for sure. Yeah. So I went to uh, college, but then uh, I got there. And he lost his job, and he had already always told me to that point, don't really worry about anything. Like we'll, you know, take care of everything or whatever. And though he lost the job, and so then it was on me, right? right? And that was probably like the biggest tension that we had because that was the first time probably in my life where I was like, he lied to me. You know what I mean? I was like, I can't trust him on that. I can't trust him when it comes to money because he doesn't he doesn't really understand what he's doing. He lied to you about their financial position. To, to keep you from work because he didn't want you to worry about it? or Yeah, yeah. I look, looking back, I understand why he created the illusion. Yeah. But I'm like, man, in every aspect of my life, I could test you on something and it was real. Mm. This was a this was a blind spot for him, right, that you passed on to me. And so I was like, uh, and, and that took, that's what took years, years. Like, we didn't have a big, we didn't have any blowout on it. Yeah. Other than maybe me having some disrespectful words towards him when he told me I was on my own, which looking back, I... I've been apologized, but uh, that still didn't affect our relationship because he took it understandingly, maintained the relationship. And I had to apologize later when I realized, you know, what I'm saying, oh, I, this was just like where he wasn't perfect. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And so we so I was able to I call healing, you know, uh, love him or see him beyond, you know, what I'm saying that 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 flaw and kind of fully restore things where they were. But that that was the one where I was like, well, listen. Like, I don't know what business I want to run, but I know I need to understand money right. because my dad can teach me everything else in life about but being that. a good person, but money. So I became a finance major. And then I was like, oh, wait a minute. Like, 
I can build a business helping people with money. Yeah. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, again, all these realizations are with hindsight. Yeah. At, at the time in my mind, this is not coming together as the master plan. These are just thoughts. Like, with the cool part about even a, 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 like you said, this is re, re, recalling, reliving the story uh, and giving it context. It speaks to the level of respect that you had for your father to know that when you found something to not be truthful and not to align with what he said, it, it hurt you. Like there was no, there was no, um, there, there wasn't, this wasn't a repeated thing, right? There was no history of this to where you could, you had to make a decision. He's just being, that's just how he does. Like you trusted him to the, to the, to the point where everything that he said or taught you was literal. Right. Mm-hmm. And it was, it was a gospel to you. So I, I think that's really cool. The result of it, which you couldn't have seen then, is, is how focused it made you on finances, which has created the life for you today. Yeah, it was a blessing. It kind of still worked. Yeah, <laughs> you yeah. Know what I'm saying? Like, it, that was my path. It was a, it was a blessing, right? Yeah. And and it and it turned full circle because you look at my dad today, and you know what I'm saying like, you know, he owns some Bitcoin, right? He, and and I and I see this not just in the delusional eye of imagination, like some people call them, like I, like we are in sync and harmony and spirits where I said, hey, dad, I was in meditation and I saw this for you the next 10 years. He's like, that's literally what I'm praying for. And I was like, so may, you know, so may it be, right? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like it's gonna, and so it's his, I fully feel his life will be blessed financially. So it was kind of a return blessing, yeah. you know what I'm saying? So we end up in the same spot, yeah. you know, um, you know what I'm saying? And some people might say, Oh man, it's great to bless your dad. I didn't bless my dad. He blessed himself. Right. He created me. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I was I was the vehicle for the his vehicle. blessing. The vehicle. You know. So you made you made a comment about uh college, and that was an inference of is it really valuable? Right. What are your what are your thoughts on it? Well, let me back up. What is your family dynamic today? Right. You have how many children? Uh, two two boys, six and eleven, married uh, fourteen years. Okay. In, in, a, in a week or less than a week. Right. So let's, I want to frame it out chronologically, right? You were in college because that was what your dad said you should do. And you, you honestly didn't have a better plan at that time. Right. And it, and it aligned with you, like your scholastic history, your abilities and all of that. Right. Fast forward to now, looking back, this conversation that we're having right now, it was kind of a eh, college. Mm, I don't I don't know if you said you believe and I can't run and take back, but you yeah, just, like, yeah, but before before I didn't believe it was a good path to go for me. Okay. Yeah. Oh, so you so okay. That kind of answers part of it. You believe it's for some people, do you believe it's until my at it's, the time. Today, I'm asking. Yeah, let's yeah, yeah. let's bring it to the day. You got kids that are coming to that age. Yeah, so 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 like it's nuanced. Okay. It's nuanced. Everybody should just follow the inner spirit within them. Okay. You know what I'm saying? So my inner spirit at the time said, listen to your pops. Right. You know what I'm saying? So I listened to my pops and I would not have found uh, the, my wife. So my first, you know, you go to the first college party. Yeah. Um, yeah, When you're a freshman mm-hmm. and you just like, you like, you like, man, it's we're about to go world. see some women. Yeah. yeah. You know what I'm saying? So we go to the AKA pool party and, and, I, and I'm like, I'm, I'll see the AKA strolling. I'm like, yeah, hey man, that's a woman right there leading that line. My wife, you know what gotcha. I'm saying? But she was four years older than me. So this, so our story took a while to play out. You know what I'm saying? But it was, it was, um, I would not have met my wife. Yeah. You know what I mean? I, you know, some of my, 
uh, a big reason why I started my own business. It was like, you know, so uh, Justin Martin, girl, you, you know, I just got hit. I, got, I just got, got hit.com. So Justin is my chapter brother. I actually uh, was, um, the, you know, Justin came back to finish college late. Wait, so wait, I'm, I was probably saying, so the lawyer, the, yeah. the, the, the ad. Yeah. Girl, I just got. Yeah. So, okay, so, okay. So, so we're good friends because Justin came to college late and finished up his last semester. And, and then his partner, uh, you know, David hits up, hey, you know, coming through late. He wanted to come through. I was, I was a cap at the time. Gotcha. He wanted to come through the chapter. And I was like, uh, man, this dude's like, you know, mid thirties, like, okay, cool. You know? Uh, um, and so I was, I ended up, um, you know, taking him through the process and I'm, I'm his Dean. So I'm like his, you know what I'm saying? Like the guy that protected, you know, was made sure that he knew what he needed to know through the process and protected him from foolery. Gotcha. You know what I'm saying? Uh, and so, and so one of the big reasons why I started my business was that when I was selling, I'd always wanted to start my own business, but then I was selling um, uh, products for the other company and we were in the office and he goes, um, and he was a client and he goes, hey, uh, hey DP, when are you going to start your own company? And at the time, you know, they, they were, this is when they were super successful because right. I, I had watched them from zero to now. So he was like, I was like, I do own my company. Like I pay this office rent, I pay her salary. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. My assistant salary. Like they don't pay me a salary. I own my own company. And he goes, "Yeah, but do they dictate how much you can get paid?" You know. And, 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 and I know him, so I'm like, "Yeah, it's clever." That's the know? classic clever. transformative clever. line for everybody that's an entrepreneur talking to somebody else. Yeah. Do they limit your income? Yeah. Does that job limit your income? And and, and that was like the the because my spirit was already in turbulence, right. and that was like the push. Because at the time, I got mad. But I was not. I was mad at him. But I wasn't mad. I was mad and thankful because I was like, I was like, damn it, this is what I got. You know, like you need the people in your life who are gonna just be straight up with right. you, but do it respectfully to where I can't be mad at him. But you're annoying me because you're right. You got to You got to take action. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, so you know, I mean, I got, but I got tons of stories from like, you know, guys in my life, most mostly frat brothers that have helped shape my thinking. Right. You know what I'm saying? So had I not gone to college, I wouldn't have met some of the best people in my life. Right. And so, and so for me. You know, was most important, regardless of what you do, follow the spirit, and then the thought patterns you pick up, which you pick up from the people around you, are super important. So, it was the best thing that I could have done at the moment. You know, what I'm saying, is if is it for everybody? Like, is the actual structure and system of college useful? No, right? Are the people that you meet relationships? That you, yeah, that can help yeah. develop your thought patterns, right? I think at the current moment, maybe college is the best way to do that. Currently, but there's a better way uh, developing, you know, probably in the future where somebody can make a lot of money figuring that out. Gotcha. So here, here's um, here's a confession. Well, maybe not a confession if people have listened to other podcasts, other, other episodes of the podcast. I got hip to. I don't know if hip is the right word. I became concerned about our financial future very late in the fatherhood and the husband kind of game. Uh, and it caused, I caused some friction making ill-advised decisions, not being open and honest about where we were financially. And I, you, you can't go back, but I just, I'm always today. I am so much more focused because I feel like I'm trying to make up ground that I lost. And I don't know if that's a great place to operate from, 
But how do you think your financial um, uh, awareness, uh, your financial, um, your master is mastery a bad word uh, or too too aggressive? Your yeah, um, yeah. I mean, ma- mastery is all. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a tricky word to use, right? Because we don't ever really master anything. Yeah. So your 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 awareness and your focus on the importance of finances and making good decisions. How has that helped or has it actually hindered uh, your your role as a father and as a husband? Yeah. So, so my, my, my one of my soccer coach dads just asked me about this uh, uh, the other day, and like I'm super transparent. I don't have anything figured out perfectly. Like, right. but the cool thing is, you only need like 51. percent You know what I'm saying? Like, you only got to be 51. percent You know right to evolve right gotcha. because in in and, and, and then you just continue to evolve right you can make 49 percent mistakes as long as it's 51 percent, that's right. good right you evolve right and then you build right and so and then as you get better in your quote-unquote battering average maybe you can move it to 70 percent or 80 percent yeah you know what i'm saying like mastery is 100 percent. that's why i'm like I don't, until we become god again fully which is you know uh, the one like we are god but you know what i'm saying like until we transfer from this from this limited plane right. and go back to where we came like i don't know i don't know if we can be 100% in this yeah. in this limited form but uh you know but um i i, I will say the things that i have done well especially being married cuz they asked me specifically you know uh when it comes to money cuz 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 we had emotional volatility around money, yeah. right? Uh, especially early on with me being a business owner, being in, and, and, and you know, uh, me understanding and maybe my wife understanding, oh, this is why they drive what they drive. And yeah, we make the same amount of money, but like the amount of money I invest right. in staff and a team and investments, they're not doing that. They're spending everything, right? right? And, I, and I can't tell because I know all their finances because they're friends. I can't tell her their finances, but I'm just saying, understand that you just got to trust me. Right. That we're doing things that not other, you know, because my wife had her own journey. You know what I'm saying? And so I think I think one of the things that I that I did, uh, and I just did a podcast on this, was I had the ability to withstand the volatility of a of a um, of my spouse when she did not have faith. And she had enough faith in me yeah. to say, hey, when he drew the line and I didn't understand, then she would trust me. Right. Gotcha. You know what I'm saying? Like she would. It didn't mean that she didn't, you know, have the volatility. Yeah. But I didn't let it affect my decisions. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like when some, some, you know, some dudes would say, you know, uh, my wife won't listen. No, she only reflects what goes on in your head. Like, like if you don't have faith in yourself, she's not going to have faith in you. You know, yeah. especially if you married a strong woman, she can sense that. Don't your words don't matter. Like she senses whether you have faith in yourself, and if you have faith in yourself, she will have faith in you. Period. Yeah. You know what I mean? That I I think this conversation just shifted to a place that's really going to help some people. Not that anything that we talked about before won't, but part of my struggle. Was and I think and I've talked to other guys have had similar struggle is my inability to communicate what was going on in my head in terms of how I think it will work was frustrating, and I didn't commute any communicate anything to my wife. 
like mm-hmm. in terms of the steps of how it's going to work. So when I say this is how it's, this is the result, and she's asking about the steps that frustrated me. Yeah, hindsight, I didn't know the steps, right? So I shouldn't have been. It, it was cool to say, "Here's what we're targeting as a result," but for me to say, "I am leaving my job, and this is how, this is where we're going to be." I don't know how we're going to get there. She had challenges with that. She believed me I- enough. But I wasn't prepared. That mm-hmm. wasn't God telling me to do that. That was my ego telling me to mm-hmm. do that, right? So we we go through that process. We had three children at the time. I'm an entrepreneur. As I'm telling you that, that's how that's kind of how I announced it to my wife, yeah. right? Com- compound that she was getting out of the military. We had made that decision together. I said, "Oh, you stopping working? Me too. <laughs> well, it's gonna be an entrepreneur house, and I'm gonna figure it out." Failed, right? We get past that. That so me. The upside is for me, yeah. right? My, me still being my wife is all upside uh-huh. for me. I was like, she, y'all 17 years now, right? So, yeah, yeah, 17 years. So, she, yeah. I, don't, I don't know why she stayed, but anyway, thank God. Um, so now at this stage, again, I'm ready to do it. I have different resources. I'm more mature and I have different skill sets to leverage. I had to be more aware of how I'm communicating it to her. And it, it only made sense why I thought there was resistance. I thought my wife didn't believe in me. No, she she was referencing the history that I demonstrated. Mm-hmm. I can't tell her not to believe what I've done, right? Like throw everything that I've done out the window. Believe me now. Mm-hmm. So I had to be better and still have to be better about this is how I think we're going to get here. What is your input? That was enough for her to, that was a demonstration of her of me respecting her opinion mm-hmm. and us making the decision together. Yeah. Not just me saying I, I am, I am uh, bringing all this risk to our family and it's my decision. I'm going to live and die with yeah. it. No, the family lives and dies with it. So all of that. To g- that's, that's a good point. Because yeah. like you said it, I, I didn't even, that just came to conscience. Because, yeah, whenever I did make my crazy jumps, because I had some jumps, uh, multiple jumps in our marriage were left San Antonio, 100% commission to move here because she wanted to, which is a jump she initiated. But I, I didn't know anybody here. Right. And then I had to jump from once I was making a lot of money, we bought a house with a kid here to go jump again and do my own business. And the first jump was she married me when I was first year in the business. Right. Wow. Um, but 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 like, but you said it, each time I made a jump, I was like, this is what I'm thinking about doing. Is it OK? Like, how do you feel about it? I want to do it. And her response was always, hey, as long as you as long as you, you know, she she, she would tell me her deal. As long as you make sure this, like the last, when I left to start my company, as long as this mortgage is paid, I don't care what you do. Right. right? And so then I would, hey, I understand that if I don't, if I can't pay the mortgage and we lose the house, I might lose my wife. Am I cool with that? It's cool with it. It's right. cool. We moving forward. You know what yeah. I'm saying? It was understood. It was all, what do you attribute that to? Is that just you being, because it's the right thing to do. And I'm not suggesting that you're, you're incredible because of that. By and large, I run into more men that, Thought, think like me or thought like me at a time, right? And, f- and to give it more context, what I saw growing up, uh, two-parent household, me and my sister, I saw my dad making decisions and I saw my mom supporting it. So when I came to my marriage, I was doing things that I saw, but I never really had conversations with my dad to understand why these things were happening or what else was happening that I didn't see. Right. So when I think I'm being the man and the husband I'm supposed to be, she's seeing me as being non-communicative and, and, and being secretive. And I'm like, I'm taking on all of this stress, hiding, hiding the pink notes, the, the notices that come in the mail, the, 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 the bright colored notices to say, hey, something about to happen. We about to come get something to turn something off. 
I was putting more stress on me and my relationship and it built up more resentment to her, me trying to hide all that stuff. So what, what do you think? Do you, do you attribute your like your openness and your communication with your wife to just what you saw or or, or was there some growth to get to that point? I, I think go back to what we're saying in spirit, like I'm I'm a terrible liar. Mm, you know, I'm I'm a terrible liar only because like not because I'm so moral. I just I'm never really I guess since I was since I'm so used to love, mm. like negativity in my body doesn't feel good. Gotcha. You know, so if I when I lie, like that's I don't have the ability to sit in it. You know what I'm saying? Like if I ever did something, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you. Right. And so then if I'm thinking about doing it, I'm like, I don't wanna do it because I'm gonna tell and there's no point. Gotcha. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? And so, uh, it, which kind of ties into just, um, and, and I, I want to, how'd you specifically ask the question? I want to make sure I, I want to intend. Was it, you kind of answered it like with, with what means something to you. Like you can't sit, you can't sit and stew in yeah. lies and secrecy. I was asking if that was a maturity point yeah, no, in yeah. your life or it sounds like it was a lifelong kind yeah, of it, yeah, it's just, characteristic. It's just, it's just how I just how I was built. So I would all, and, and and so we learned over time, kind of our cadence, and it was more, you know, because I would want to overshare, right? And she would uh, she would let me know, say, listen, I trust you. I can't handle everything you can handle, right? So you handle the details as long as you promise me it's gonna get solved. Gotcha. Cool. Like like we found our tone, you know what yeah. I'm saying? When it was more like something about doing, like how much do you want to know, right? And I don't, I don't always say it that way. And she would let me know and I'd be like, cool, this is that. And and I would just educate her in time as things worked out. And then, and then I and then I get the sense, like, you know, like we made a big investment in Bitcoin, big investment in Bitcoin. And it's been going down. And she's just like, like she just doesn't want to talk about it yeah. at the current moment. Yeah. Because she knows that like she trusts me that I know what I'm doing. Right. And she's like, getting in the weeds of what's happening and why it doesn't really matter. Like you invested in it because you believed that it was gonna be up. Yeah. And it wasn't going to affect our long-term plan. Yeah. So cool. Like, I trust you. No details necessary, right? Yeah. You know, versus versus me feeling, you know, the need to have to educate her every week on what's going on. Like, my, my wife yeah. don't need that. Like, when it's, when there's faith, you don't need, de- it's, 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 I, I call it God. Like, you know, um, a lot of, uh, a lot of people will pray to God and then want to, like, figure out the how. Be like, man, if you ask somebody for a gift, like if 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 if, if, if you talk if, if you say, Hey Philip, man, uh uh I appreciate you coming out. I'm a I'm gonna buy you a bottle of w- whatever. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like the most disrespectful thing I could do is be like, when are you gonna send it? And how are you gonna pay for it? And what? I just yeah, t- yeah. like just it's on the way. Accept the gift. Have faith that I'm gonna send it. That's a that's a great analogy. So I I, I made a I made a post a while ago. It was a picture of me and said, um, the how really ain't my problem, ask God. But I wasn't thinking about it in the way that you just framed it because that's a very simple yet impactful analogy of, of how it works. Do your part. Trust the rest. Mm-hmm. It's going to happen. What um so let's stay on, let's stay on Bitcoin. Bitcoin kind of triggered me because I, I I went to Iraq for a year uh, with the with the contractor for the army, two thousand eight two thousand nine. When I came back, 
the guys were talking about Bitcoin. I had no idea what it was. I never invested, right? And of course, then it, it, it I don't even know if it was $100 a coin. So I, I see a huge, huge missed opportunity. Some other ones that I'm, that I'm okay on, but I don't, I understand it enough to know that I'm willing to risk some of it in my portfolio. But the part, the part where you explained it about your wife, you and your wife come to the agreement of how much she wants to know. I'm taking that one home Mm. because I wouldn't, for me, the, all of the secrecy and all of that was in the vein of not stressing my wife, a man is supposed to deal with that. Then when she found out she's triggered because I told her nothing, but just finding that threshold of what makes sense makes a whole, <laughs> a whole lot of sense. Being in this financial world, when you're dealing with stuff like uh, what's happening with Bitcoin now, how does it impact you? Like when you when you see investments and in, uh, whether it's Bitcoin stocks or whatever, you still have to show up every day as a father and a husband. How do those things impact you? Or how do you still find, um, how do you stay I don't know if centered is the right word, but how do you... That's the perfect word. Okay, let's do it. That's the perfect word. It's funny you said that because most people don't find their center or what I call heaven, right? Mm. Uh, Which is a state of mind. Mm. Heaven's not a place that we go when we die, right? Technically. Heaven Mm. is, you know, hell is living in the past or living in the future. You know, heaven is a state of mind that, like, we never left the Garden of Eden, right? You know what I'm saying? And I can break that down. But the garden, yeah, Eden, the, gar- have a- yeah the garden of Eden is a, is, a, is a state of mind to where once you understand we are the breath of God or we are God, and, and evolution is just expansion of life, which is God, mm. right? And our purpose is to expand, right? Right? But you, but you know, what I'm saying like uh, only way we can expand is if we find our center of who we are, right? And can I ask you a question? Yeah. This might be dangerous because tangents always get dangerous. We're talking about how he stays center, how he stays center, how he stays center, how he stays. Had to. Replicated in my mind to know to come back to it. How much of what you just um it's everything. I wouldn't I wouldn't even say explain, but would you reference because that's a much deeper conversation. How much unlearning had to happen for you that okay, cool, cool. Let's a go lot. back. All right, so that, that means we another conversation is warranted. Cool. How do you stay centered now? We'll, we'll, yeah, yeah, so so yeah. And, and it's funny. So so I had to so I, I my clients and I have hundred and forty of them. Jeez. Right. And my another advisor, and this is ties into the question, another advisor who manages more money than me, he, you know, he, you know, uh, he manages more money than me, but somehow finds a way to always ask my advice on investments. He, he finds himself attracted to me. Sure. Right. Uh, I, I started my own firm first, you know, but he, you know, you know, uh, anyway, he finds up attracted to me and wants my opinion, even though from an appearance standpoint, he's, he's more successful. Right. But but That's, I, but but I understand mm. I understand why and so he one time and I don't like I don't judge people so he but he one time we were talking and I'm very confident in who I am I'm I talk from the center of my being I understand if if if, if you if I'm talking from the center and you have a problem with it. Mm-hmm. That's on you. Right. You got to that's that's an area in your life that you got to work out if I didn't have any bad intentions. Right. So we were having. And so he was, at, hey, you know, but but, you know, why do you have allocation of Bitcoin for your clients? And is that and is that a neck? Blah, 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 blah. Like and I was like, well, because my clients know who I am. Right. And 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 I built a practice where they understand what I do. 
And what 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 I do for them is like like building a portfolio and knowing what to invest. That's easy. You can pay a robot advisor to do that, and they're gonna do. I said they are borrowing my faith. I say meaning as long as we remain in harmony, right? And my energy is right. Like they feel it. They feel it. If my energy is wrong, then they're gonna be worried, right? right. Do I get a few every now and then that I need that I need to talk down off Panic the ledge? Again. Absolutely. But I do it in a non-judgmental way, fully understanding that they need to be understanding that, hey, listen, like I'm going to let you vent and get the negativity and the stress out. That's what I'm here for. That's what you pay me for. Right. Right. But ultimately, you pay me for my energy. Just like like my wife. Right. She she will be blessed financially being in harmony with me without needing to know the how. Right. Same. And I'm not, you know, this sounds super arrogant. I'm not. It's the same power of God that's within me that I'm unleashing to bless people in my life. Right. And so it is not I, but the father, you know what I'm saying? But, yeah. the, but the point is. Um, and so when I said that, he was like, he was like, well, just wait till you're managing more money. Cause then, you know what I'm saying? Cause then, uh, you know, it's going to be different. And I was like, okay. You know what I'm saying? Like, like at that point, I'm talking to ego, not to my homie. Yeah, yeah, you know what I'm saying. That swoo boy, man. <laughs> I, my, I, I hope you feel good about uh, our conversation that we can have several more. Because the thing about ego, it like it hit me a while ago. From my perspective, my perspective, ego is energy given off, right? For the ego to matter, it has to go out and resonate and bring back some information, right? So it has to go out and somebody has to agree with it or disagree with it or it's, or it's useless, Facts. right? So him projecting, him testing his ego is projecting his limitations on you because he needed you to agree with for, him. For it to be first firm up. Yeah. I, and I was, yeah. Like, I was like, I'm not going there. Yeah. I'm not, you're not even, you're not even a real person. Like this, this, is, this is not my homie. So I'm not wow. responding. There's no response necessary. I mean, there was a. There was a response I could have given. I, yeah. I, I, I could have said that your clients are nervous because you're nervous. Yeah. Right. But in that moment, the spirit said, don't engage ego. How, how much of this awareness um, governs or informs how you parent? I mean, it's everything, man. It's, it's you know, that what, what I want, you know, my, my goal and my wife are in harmony with this. Like, uh, and, I, and I even like at six and 11 and daily uh, killing ego to be their advisors, right? Even to the, like my, like if, if real conversation I had with my 11 year old uh, two nights ago or last night, last night. So we came in from date night. We went to go try this new spot and I came in, babysitting, by the babysitter, went upstairs. Uh, you know, I, I, I meditate with them, you know, uh, read every night. And so, mm. but my, my oldest was, was, was vibrating wrong. Like I, I know their energy. And so, uh, and so, you know, the youngest being the youngest, you know, he was, you know, uh, instigating, you know, he, 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 story doesn't matter, but he basically was telling on his brother yeah. that, that, that he was vibrating wrong. Cause when he started vibrating wrong, he started talking trash to his brother. Right. Gotcha. So, but I had already felt it. So I was like, Kellen could be entitled to tell, but I appreciate you, you know what I'm saying? Go brush your teeth. And so I say, I said, and, and my oldest is me. Right. That was one of yeah. the follow on question. Go yeah. yeah. So, 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 I mean, both of them are me because yeah. I'm a relatively, they're just, you know, one is, one is half my tone. The other is my other half tone. Cause I'm, 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 I'm balanced, right? I'm, 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 I'm both, you know what I'm saying? In this mentally healthy state, but he is, he is uh younger, natural, out of, out of tune me tilted towards, uh, you know, the hyper competitive, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so you, so in that tone, like, Somebody who's hyper aggressive or hyper competitive, 
right? I can't attack him straight on because he doesn't think logically when he's there. Like, he's like, I'm running over my dad. Like, if my dad is the obstacle, I'm running his ass over, mm. right? He's not going to run me over, right, which right. means I got to run him over. Which I don't want to do that to my son, right? Like, I'm, you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't even want that. So, um, so I was like, all right, how am I going to do this? So, you know, but I was in, so I said, all right, hey, Tate, let me draw something for you. Because he, he loves to draw. So I do like this blank circle. Mm. And I was like, um, I was like, hey, son, um, this circle represents like our mind, you know? So, so our mind, when we meditate, which we're about to do, it wipes the circle clean, right? I said, because we're not, you know, uh, this is our natural perfect state. You know, the our, we, they know it's called the I am state, right? Our natural state. And I was like, now what happens to the circle if we start bringing in negative things that we watch on TV or on our phone or things mm-hmm. like that? You know, what? And, and he smirked because he was like, he, in his mind, Daddy, you got me, but you but you you flew under the radar, so I have to engage. So he, he smirked, he went, because before he was like in a mood, you yeah. know what I'm saying? So he smirked and he went, uh, yeah, this, the, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna think, you know, it's, it's gonna be negative thoughts in there, and I go, cool, I say, uh, and, and at that point I was like, okay, he got the lesson. Let me, I want to go help my other brush his teeth, and I came back and I said, hey, so you know, um, you know now how I read your mind and how I know where you are mentally. He said, he he said, yeah, because and I, I was teaching him thoughts lead to emotions, emotions lead to experience. So he said, yeah. He said, because you look at how I'm acting and my actions tell my thoughts. It's like, say, you got it. I say, so listen, when I'm correcting you on like watching what you watch on your phone or everything, which I know you've been watching some stuff that you shouldn't have been watching. Right. You know what I'm saying? I said, I understand that like you're the blank circle. Like you're not your thoughts. Like your, your thoughts make up how you express life in that moment. Yeah. But you're not your thoughts. Right. So everything I'm teaching you is I'm not like. Like, you're my son. You're me. You and Kellen are me. Like, we're all one. You know what I'm saying? Like, you're perfect. You know what I mean? I say, I'm. my goal as your father is to train you on how to discipline what comes in and out of your mind. Like, yeah. that's my single goal, right? Because you're perfect. Right. You know what I'm saying? I just don't want the world to project things on you. You know what I'm saying? I want you to be able to control whatever you want to come in and out. That's on you. I just want you to be in full control. And so he, you know, so then we did that, meditated, you know, uh, and he was back vibrating in love, but you know what I mean. Like that's 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 a normal conversation that I have with my boys on an ongoing basis because, um, like you know what I'm saying. Like I don't I don't want ego to say I know what's best for them because they're like God made all of us unique for a specific purpose, and I don't know what purpose He got for my boys. Right. You know what I'm saying. And it would be it would be arrogant to say this is how you should act. I just want to teach you, hey. This how, this how your mind works, right? This is how you control the in and out. And if I could teach you how to do that, you know what I'm saying? God take you where you get, you know, you'll, you'll lead yourself to where you need to go because you are God. Yeah. You, um, that's a very mature place to be at six and 11. Do you ever feel like they're losing or missing out on a childhood experience because of, that level of understanding. Cause I, I mean, I'm not saying, yeah. I'm not suggesting it's wrong at mm-hmm. all. It's I'm, I'm thinking about how, how I could apply things differently and better based on that information. But how do you, how do you, I think I know your response, man. How do you guard yourself from going too far with it? 
you know. Or is there too far? Like, am I am I in a state where I, I'm only perceiving things because I'm not experiencing it? Yeah, the, 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 I teach my boys this too. Like, they they my wife is in agreement. She has the conversations with them outside of me, and we're in agreement. Like, I always tell them, hey, listen, like we're not perfect. Like we learn through error. Yeah. So you know what I'm saying, Daddy? You know, like Daddy and Mama makes mistakes on a daily basis. Right. You know what I mean? Like you make mistakes on a daily basis. I'm never gonna judge you for the temporary thoughts you had in your head that expressed themselves and how you acted. And I would hope that you won't judge me. But if you judge me, I wouldn't judge you for judging me, right? Because it is what it is, right? And so my, my point is, I feel like my guidance is in the spirit. And they're and my kids are nowhere near perfect. Right, right. And my kids play a lot. And they're okay. silly. Like, if you, like, like my, you know, how we met Brandon, mm-hmm. they're, they're always like, man, I love how free and silly your kids are. Like, they have a free, open spirit. So to me, they're more kids than most because like they like they feel the confidence to express how they feel to me uh and around me and they don't feel the need to hide themselves and it's all relative right all kids are gonna uh as they grow and develop and come into this especially these teen years gonna mm-hmm. <laughs> gonna hide some things but but i feel like you know i was relatively open with my dad right okay. i'm like both of our, you know, uh, our families are open in different, you know, in, yeah. in different ways, and so we've brought those two different ways to make a, I feel like a wholesome environment for our boys to, to develop and flourish, even more, right? Yeah. So you know, again, nothing's perfect. Yeah. We err, they err. We're just trying to be fifty-one percent right, so we can keep evolving towards like perfection, which is not a destination. It's a, you know, heavenly state of mind is like evolution, right? Like, what's infinity? There's no beginning and no end, right? There's no yeah. destination. It's just constant evolution <laughs> upwards. Infinity, you can only answer it with a non-answer. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it, there's, there's, yeah, you, yeah you, there's, you actually can't answer it. Yeah. Right? Well, um, what do you do for fun, man? Yeah, I, I, I get punched in the face. You know, I do Muay Thai. You know, uh, wow. So um, I train, you know, I spar every week, train you know, six days a week. Yeah. Uh, me and my, I, I, I briefly referenced like, you know, uh, we do date night probably four, five times a month. Okay. Um, um, you know, I have my binge worthy shows. Uh, I mean, my job is fun. You know what I'm saying? Like my, what I do for a living record. Right. Most of what I do is content creation and talking to clients and investing money. Right. That's fun to me. Compliance is not fun. Right. You know, uh, and, I'm, and I and I outsource most of that, um, but just you know, what I'm saying like I'm not the person that wakes up Monday and looks forward to Friday. Like I love Monday, right? I love Friday, I love Tuesday, right? You know what I'm saying? Like, like, and, and that's where it goes to where if I ever get to a point to where there's negativity or resentment or I don't like in my life, yeah, I don't have the ability to keep doing it. I'm I'm like I'm not rational in that. You know what I'm saying? Like like. Like if like and and this is probably a longer storm, but if a story, but if we went through the short, the detailed version of my story, you'd be like, "Wait, Philip, you left doing what to go do that? Yeah, why would you do that? Cause I don't think rationally. You know what I'm saying? Like that's not like because the world because this this world is not even real. It, it, I mean, if you if from a science perspective and a spiritual perspective, like matter and energy is the same, right? And matter is created through energy in motion, right? Vibrating energy, right? And so, uh, you know, 
the experience that we have mm-hmm. is based on like what's going on in our mind. You know what I'm saying? And so I I unconsciously realized that, oh, you can create whatever you want by just believing it in your mind, right? And some people, you know what I'm saying? Like, like some people perceive it as cool, yeah. but I just perceive it as I didn't have the ability to give it what you thought about me. And I want to do what I want to do. And then and then it became cool. And I was like, but I wasn't doing it to be cool. Yeah. I just literally didn't want to do what you did. Man, I want to. I'm assuming you're going to come back for another conversation because part of my struggle, anybody. Well, let me let me let me frame it to make sure this is going to make sense. In terms of. Faith or religion and. I have the same problem with all religions that they're man-made, right? Facts. Do you classify as any? Gotcha. And my dad's, so, my dad's a pastor. He's completely believe no, listen, that. Here's, yeah. how, here's how dope my dad is, though, too. Because me and my dad fully have conversations about why, I, you know, like what I just told you. Never, yeah. you, know, you know, he knows I'm not, you know, he knows I'm not into religion. Uh, I give money to his ministry, but I'm, not, I'm, I'm giving money to him. Right. I mean, it's okay. his ministry, but it's my dad. Like, I don't right. give. I don't care. About, I don't care about the religion. Yeah. Uh, um, and I think religion is somewhat useful in everybody's evolution. It's utility, yeah. 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 So, um, but when we had the conversation, my dad and my dad is open. He's like, my dad said something. That I don't even think he's conscious. He know, he's not conscious of what he said. Right. When we first, he he said, "Seems like you've evolved in your thinking." You know what I'm saying? And and and, and I was like, "Damn, that's like that." Yeah, because if you go back a hundred years before Tony Evans, the non-denominational thinking, a mm-hmm. hundred years ago, we were really in a box. We we really had God in the box, right? And mm-hmm. and evolution is constantly taking God out of a box so that He could yeah be man. You know what I'm saying? Like bring yeah. more beauty to the world, right? And so when He said that, I was like, I, I was like, thank my dad. He, you know, yeah. I'm thankful for him because like. Uh, you take some other pastors, you know, uh, Baptist, and he's a Baptist too, you know, pastor, they would have yeah. been like, you're crazy, son. But my yeah. dad's like, we've never had that. Like, I've always felt free to say to him how, how I feel yeah. with the full understanding. I'm not going to get judged. My dad doesn't judge me. Yeah. I, he I, cannot I, agree, but he, he does not judge me. Yeah. That, that we're at an interesting place in my family now. Cause I, we grew up seven day Adventist, like mm-hmm. generationally. Right. So that was a, a standard that were, um, practices that were, uh, traditions, that were expected. And the thing, the, the, it takes as much energy, in my opinion, it's as logical to believe God if you're taught that from birth as it is logical to believe or not believe God if you're taught that from birth. Right? It, it's the, you have faith in something because you weren't there for all of it. Facts. Right? So we, we choose, sometimes we choose which path that we go and grow on through life. But a lot of people don't stop to think and actually understand why they believe what they believe. And that was a pivotal point for me when I had a family because I was doing the traditional thing, had no relationship with God. Right. So it, it, it looked like the right thing, but it was mechanical. Um, how, How did, how did you, are you and your wife on the same page when it comes to that or does she come in with different varying beliefs or yeah, understanding yeah, yeah you know it's nuanced man it's it's, it's nuanced right because um 
have I always been this, you know, the spiritual leader? Mm. If, if that's even a real word, <laughs> right. you know what I'm saying? Because I feel like we're partners in that. We're partners coming into harmony. But what I'm saying is, like, I've always, I've always been able to. She's always given me the power to create the boundaries in which we operate in life, and and come into harmony with it. But she's always, she's always pushed against religion. Okay. Right, because early on I was super religious because that's like like you said, yeah. and she always pushed against it. And with hindsight, I'm like she was right, but um, I never judged her for pushing against it. Right. So she was able to uh, come into harmony because she understood that it was going in the right direction. Yeah. And so now that I've taken out the veil of religion uh, and going like into as she would call it outer space and some of my thoughts. Yeah. You know. Uh, she is coming into harmony with that as yeah. well because ultimately what she understood, felt, and believed is what we all felt and believe and just don't know how to, you know what I'm saying? Like she was more in tune with this than religion. Gotcha. But, but you know what I'm saying? Like it's, it's like a, like I watched this, <laughs> it's, this ties in the stock, it's everything. I watched this sci-fi, all these sci-fi shows, and I'm, I'm a Marvel nerd. And there was, there's one part if you ever watch a multi, uh, anything on a multiverse, because it's in line with science and the math, but it's also in line with spirit. If somebody from another universe goes to a different universe and they stay there too long, they're like, "You got to leave because like your universe is crashing on our universe and it's messing up, it's messing up stuff." Right. You know what I'm saying? I call that like volatility. We, we feel it in our emotion. We start a new job, start a new podcast. Start, and, and the more faith you have to have, the more volatility you have, yeah. right? And so um, and so, whenever we have a transition in life, uh, it manifests itself. Because you're going from one state to another. Like I mean, like, imagine not having an iPhone right now. Can you? Initially, it's stressful. Can I? (laughs) Right? We could, but it would probably take 30 days of us going through withdrawal. Yeah. Right? Which is emotional volatility. Right. And then we would, like, learn to deal. Uh, But there was a time when we didn't have iPhones, and we didn't need it. Right? And so um, so I'm saying, like, whenever we go through a change, there's volatility. And so uh, I've learned to say, hey, as long as, like, this is where we're going, and I'm redrawing boundaries, she's my partner. Right. You know what I'm saying? Uh, she will get there, but let me let me give her her process to go through it because I'm fully confident that we are in harmony on where we're going. Gotcha. Right? It's not it's not because it, it's, it's not that I'm you know what I'm saying it's not you know I think leading is the wrong word. You know what I'm saying? Like it's more like this this is where we've been in harmony the whole time. Yeah. You know we just expressed it differently, and she allowed me as a man to go this way. Yeah. And now I'm coming back to the way that, you know what I'm saying? We should have, you know what I'm saying? Like where she felt we should have been going in the first place, but because she trusted me, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. it, it's, it's the reason why when you see, uh, the infinity circle or even like the heart, right? The heart is like, you know what I'm saying? The man and woman connected, you know what I'm saying? Full as us as a wholesome body mm-hmm. connected, you know what I'm saying? Like which one came first, chicken or the egg? Well, in the in the infinite dimension, they both were there simultaneously at the same time because they have no beginning and no end. You know what I'm saying? Like the conscious mind, which is male energy, subconscious mind, female energy, the two aspects of God are male. You know, like 
they they both serve a purpose. The conscious creates the boundaries. Yeah. The subconscious is the creator. Subconscious is neutral, right? The conscious mind is what sets the boundaries of what is reality in a certain given point in time. And so that's an example of marriage where, like, which one's more important, the conscious or subconscious? Neither. Because without the conscious, the subconscious just yeah. create just it's chaos right. to, to us in this dimension. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But if the conscious mind takes over, right, it falls in love with the creation. You know what I'm saying? Because, like, it's like I'm doing power in my own strength. Versus like, no, you got to stay plugged up to the creative power, right? Yeah. So you have to have them working together. That's a process in, you know, in this, in this world of limitation and form that we live in. I know that was super deep, but. No, I mean, it, it, but it's, I understand the logic. There's definitely parts that I'm going to go back and watch and rethink objectively. Right. Because right now I'm processing it in the moment through my lit, my mental filter. Right. Mm-hmm. Which is different, different than what yours is. I you used word one word very frequently, which is harmony um, instead of balance, which I believe is the more realistic approach to any relationship. Uh, volatility was an interesting one. What, what and we're kind of wrapping now um, as a father. Is there still a a a part of you that creates that's in a volatile state as a father? I don't know. How, I, you got to understand my thinking is I don't associate my identity with thoughts. Hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, I think people misinterpreted what Jesus said when he says. Uh, uh, or this is in the Bible in general. If you look at the Bible, like God always referred to himself as the great I am mm-hmm. because whatever you put at the I am is the container that you put yourself in in that temporary moment. Sure. It's not who you like. You are the I am. But if you say I am bad in that, in moment, that moment. Gotcha. Yeah. Gotcha. So, so, uh, so is it, the may see there's a different way to so, so, frame so, it. So, so, so do I, do I, do I, do I put myself in containers that are not life-giving um, as a father? Absolutely. Like, I'm not, like, if I were perfect uh, in, in form, I'm perfect in spirit, but if I were perfect in form 100% right. of the time, I, I wouldn't be sitting in front of you. I would have gone back to. Ascended. Yeah. Yeah. Elisha, <laughs> Enoch. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. No, that makes, that makes a lot of sense. And I, I was, the, the real question that you answered was, I wasn't necessarily thinking about whether or not you identify with it, but if you recognize it, how do you curtail it? I don't judge it. Easy enough. Yeah. I don't, I don't, the, the, the answer is I don't associate with it. So, yeah. and I want to explain it because some people might say, if I just said no, people would be like, he's delusional. Right. Something's wrong. Something has to be wrong. Yeah. yeah. And, and what I'm saying is I don't associate with it. Gotcha. Like, I, like, like who I was when we started the podcast is a totally different person than who I am like this moment. This is true because we've had different thought exchanges, right? You've added to me, this I've added to you. Like we're different people now, right? Literally, yeah. You know what I'm saying? I don't think we look at the milestones at that level like we should, right? We we, we always uh, month, year, decade, but you should be changing. You should be a a more informed person when you go to bed than when you woke up. So I completely agree with that. Uh, Philip, man, it's, 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 it, this has been a stretch. 
conversation and I like it. Um, and I've said it several times. I'm waiting to get the, I'm waiting to make sure I got the right vibe that you're going to come back on the show. Cool, cool, cool. Um, yeah, that, I mean, this, this, this is, I'm anxious to go back and, uh, and, and catch what I, what I couldn't catch in the moment. Cause I was processing something else, man. But I want to, I want to end it. Um, Give you the floor to tell people about your podcast, your business, how they can connect with you. I mean, you got 140 clients. I don't know. Can people still <laughs> connect with you? I don't know. But. I, yeah, I do. I, I do. I do have relatively high minimums now, but uh, but I'm still I'm still open for uh, for 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 wealth builders. I won't I won't put that in a box for now. But you know, I uh, we'll, we'll do it this way. My don't even worry about becoming a client. Just you're listening to a podcast right now. So you know how to, you may be on Apple Podcasts, Google, whatever your favorite podcast player on, I'm there. It's Wealth Building Made Simple uh, is the name of the podcast, Wealth Building Made Simple. Uh, you know, if you're, you know, listening to it or watching it somewhere else and you don't know how to get there, go to StonehillWealthManagement.com. I have my podcast links there, information about my company. And then on the site, too, if you if, if, if you decide, hey, I want to see what this guy's all about, um, you know, we can talk. Uh you know, I, I I do turn down more clients than what I take these days. Right. But but when I turn down a client, I direct them in and in, 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 they walk away feeling added to. So they're like, oh, okay, it feels like a take, but let me go do this. This is a good option for me now right. because there are some advisory like like you don't want to go get advice from a commission based salesperson. But that's everybody that you're going to get referred right. to or called on because most wealth managers are going to have high minimums. So I was like, this is where I would go for now. Do this. Right. I'm going to give you this is for free. Um, and then come back and talk to me because I'm, I'm really looking for a certain mental makeup of a client in addition to certain assets, which is why I don't want to put it in the box. Because sure. right? even if they got the assets, uh, I've turned down clients with assets because right. I don't because your thinking patterns are not in, in harmony with mine. Yeah. You know, so. Cool, cool, cool. Well, we'll put all of the information in the description, no matter how you're listening. As he did mention, the audio platforms, make sure you're following this podcast. Make sure you rate it. Uh, make sure you go follow uh, Phyllis Podcast as well. Rate it. Um, give that feedback. It helps the podcast get recognized and put in front of eyes or ears that wouldn't have heard it otherwise. If you're on YouTube and you've enjoyed the, the visual experience, let us know in the comments. Make sure that you are subscribed and you click the notification because... That algorithm, all social media and these platform algorithms, I don't know what's going on, but I know that I will keep posting, keep telling you about it, and it will connect with the right audience at the right time. Uh, also on Roku. So this is uh, this is one of the shows under the Dear Son Network. I said it before. I'm very serious about it. So it's available now. Um, it'll be on Amazon Fire. I believe it's Fire TV uh, soon. And uh, we're just going to keep growing and going. So that's all I got for now. We we appreciate Philip for stopping by. Uh, and, if, uh, you know, make sure that you go check out his information below, see what he's all about. Um, but that's going to do it. We appreciate you guys. God bless you. Peace. The Dear Son Podcast is produced by D. John's Live Studios. All rights reserved. Don't forget to rate and review this podcast on your favorite podcast listening platform. We'll see you here next time.
Spring is in full bloom. Are your finances? With the Chime Secured Credit Builder Visa Credit Card, you can build credit with everyday purchases and regular on-time payments, all with no annual fees or interest. With Chime's Secure Credit Card, you can start improving your credit scores right away. Get started today at Chime.com slash build. That's Chime.com slash build. Chime feels like progress. The Chime Credit Builder Visa Credit Card is issued by the Bancorp Bank N.A. or Stride Bank N.A. members FDIC. Out-of-network ATM withdrawal and OTC advance fees may apply. Terms and conditions apply. Go to Chime.com slash disclosures for details. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com.